1: that bind (laughs) what are the common lies that you hear from car dealers you know what they say under invoice less than dealer cost we'll give you four thousand dollars that more than your car is worth so what is the truth i don't you know for some of us you can't handle the truth what can i say we've got we got a little what is the truth we think you can handle the truth yes we are coming to you from the Truth Network, so I thought it might be fun to have you call and ask about these things car dealers say that you've always wondered what they really meant or how can they say that. This is your chance, 866-348-7884. We want you to call in with your car dealer saying that you might think is misleading. Then we're going to put it through our very special, I've spent a lot of time creating the truth o and if you can call, we will put that right in, 866-348-7884. For example, we have an example for you. How about the words bumper-to-bumper bumper warranty? Let's put that through the truth of meter and see what happens. Let's take a listen.
2: It
1: sounds like the truth is... Oh, that's the, that was the truth of meter truth. So we hit that one wrong. That was supposed to be the pants on fire. Actually, the truth of meter in this particular case just happened to be off a little bit. But that one was not the truth. It was a lie. So there, it, well, I don't know that it's a lie. It actually implies that everything in the car is covered.
3: I thought it meant if the bumper fell off because the factory put it on wrong, that
1: they'd put it back on. Well, no. <laughs> but that would be the truth, didn't it? And the issue that most people are they think, well, wow, if I buy this bumper to bumper warranty, I'll never have any service expense whatsoever. And what they come to find out is, whoa, that's a serviceable item like oil changes, or maybe, you know, there was a part that wore out and so it wasn't covered by the warranty because it was normally going to wear out like a clutch or a brake shoes. Those kind of things. So Bumper-to-bumper warranty implies one thing, but well could mean another. So, so that we can actually hear the truth of meter pants on fire one, the one that sounds like when they lie. Let's play that one real quick. Here we go. Because I love to hear the pants come on fire. Here they're going. There they are. You hear that? Oh, they're burning up, those pants. (laughs) So, what have you heard from car dealers? What do they say or advertise that you question? You call us 866-348-348. 7884 and we'll put it through the truth meter. Of course, here's another common one that we will put to the test. Well, we don't need to hear the truth-o-meter truth meter truth because we already heard that a second ago, but this one is sale ends July 31st. Well, you heard the truth meter truth a minute ago, so we won't play that again, but that is the truth usually. That the 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 manufacturers give the dealers incentives that end usually at the end of the month or like the third or fourth of the of the next month, and so the dealer literally cannot offer that price past when the incentives end. I bet he'll have
3: another sale though the next day.
1: He will, but quite often it's the case, and I can remember it was so frustrating to me because the same truck I could sell for fourteen thousand dollars at the end of July, I literally had to charge fourteen five to have the same markup that I had. At the end, but based on the way that the manufacturers would change the incentives. You
3: have markup. I thought you always sold them for less than what you paid
1: for. them. <laughs> yeah, less than cost. So if you have those questions, today is the day to get the answers. Is it the truth or is it a lie? 866 7884 Now we're not promising we can discern all the truth from lies, but the truth of meter, other than this first shot at it, was is pretty accurate. <laughs> so you know what else we've got and if you find insurance companies ads as questionable as we (laughs) as i do then good good news we've got our christian insurance guy here with us today bill mixon so by all means if you've got those questionable offers we can put those through the truth meter and find out insurance ads 866-348-7884 now this show it it may be fun and we're trying to be lighthearted, and bill and i We really don't take these things as lightly as we might be making the impression that we do realize that the mistrust of car salespeople and insurance agent hurts a great deal more than it helps. And many, many times the salespeople or agents are trained to say and advertise these kind of things by folks who are also trained (laughs) that way. And no one ever stops to ask, well, is this really true? Well, these are the kinds of lies that actually do bind. They deceive and they cause bondage of debt for the victim and sin. For the ones who say them. So grace and truth are needed to navigate this stormy sea. And prayer and love of your neighbor is what we're talking about here. So at the end, we do realize that that's, this is what we're doing. So yes, we do plan to have fun with the subject. But we do take this very seriously. Now, we also, this is the first Saturday of the month. So it's the Jesus Labor Love. Free car repair for single moms and widows across the country. And coming up in the sex segment, second segment, we have Vic Hill he's on the mend he's our lead volunteer with the jesus labor love ministry he's going to give us an update on that now coming up at the end of the show and our appraisal by the real black book that's where we search the bible for hidden treasure cry out for discernment lift up our voice for understanding lies do bind and this week i came across a lie that i had bought myself and it was about jesus and little did i know that it was causing me to lose hope and what's worse was the lie I was believing was about Jesus on the cross. And I came to understand the truth. And not only did it restore my freedom to hope, I was able to share that with a dear friend in need. And I'm going to share that with you coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. Now we got folks lining up to find out and put stuff through the truth a meter So we're going to go right to that. we got J.R. is in Marvin, North Carolina. J.R., you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
4: Good morning to you. i tell you what, I— I'm going to admit, when I first heard that you were going to talk about cars and truth, and this is a confession, I was like, okay, these guys are trying to lure somebody into buying something or whatever. But then such a peace came over me. So I want your listeners to know right now that I have such a tremendous peace about what you're saying. I don't know if it's because you're a great salesman or because you're of God, but here's the thing. And I do want people to know, number one, a car, and I'm not a car dealer, I'm not. I'm familiar with the car business, I ain't gonna lie to you, but the reality is there are people that sell cars you know and I know and, and you lose money. A lot of people sell a car and lose money. It's happened to every dealership. As a matter of fact, a used car manager will miss a, a trade that's got frame damage or whatever and put way too much money in it and the general manager will fire him the next minute. But can a car dealer lose money when they sell a car? Absolutely. Can a car dealer make 10000 when they sell a car? Yes. Can a car dealer can a car dealer Make nothing on the front and ten thousand on the back, they still can't. Even without credit life and accident health. But more and more people need to know what God's plan is for buying, even though between me and you, I think if they finance them for eighty four months, God'll be back. So I'd just stick to two year leases, wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 Why
3: worry about making the payments at all?
1: Well, we've got we, to too much to catch up with you. Uh, we, we've while well, we've got you right there jr we're going to put that that statement right there through the truth meter and uh, we need to we need to get our producer here real so quick on the truth gonna...
4: meter the truth the meter is based on three variables if it's the right term I mean I leased a hundred thousand dollar BMW and I got it for a little over a thousand a month now for me Rob,
1: okay hang on one, hang on one second jr the truth meters it's going oh yeah. well the now, uh- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That well, <laughs> now here here here's the question. When you say it's better to to, to, to lease than to go eighty four months, that that would depend on a whole lot of variables, wouldn't it?
4: Well, uh, yes it would. Number one, the uh
1: the interest range. rate on eighty four months interest if it was zero the percent, then maybe and the interest rate well, on the
4: lease. Then, we know, you know and I know there's no such thing as there's never been zero percent for eighty four months, ever, ever, ever and ever. I mean, even if you're uh, Bill Gates, it's going to be some percentage rate. But 84 months is seven years. So the last time I checked, the cost on a seven-year note, even if you're a paper, was around 5.9 to 6 percent. And at the bank's retention, that's still going to be almost a six thousand dollar back end. So forget about that. Well, wait, wait Hang
1: on a second, Jr. Now, you Come and on, I, man. you and I get both, your heart you right, and boy. I. You, I'm trying to get my heart get right. Your heart I'm saying, hey, right. You gotta, wait a minute. There are many, many, many times that the manufacturer steps up in part of what their incentive program is.
4: But not on 84 months.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, many times. Okay,
4: you can tell me the lowest rate you've ever seen on 84 months, so you put that to the truth meter.
1: I, What's I, the lowest
4: I, rate you've ever seen on 84
1: months? 1.9% was the lowest I ever saw. But again, well, depending on what the incentive... Chrysler who did that? Chrysler Financial.
4: Answer the question.
1: Chrysler Financial.
4: Chrysler never did one percent on eighty-four months. I owned a Chrysler store for twenty-five years. Never they gave us that. I must own the wrong store in the
1: wrong state. There you go. But we got to go to a break. Jr. is That's obviously disagreeing with say. the truth of matter. It's I okay. What do you say? We are going to be back. And I also owned a Chrysler store. A I, I also a owned a Chrysler store, Jr. And I am not. You <laughs> don't <told> fib. <laughs> <a laughs> it wouldn't be the first one if I did you tell a fib. But anyway, you we're going to be back after this break, and we got Vic Hill coming up, and Jeannie in Richmond, stay tuned.
5: Did you know the Truth Network has gone mobile? That's right. On your iPad or your iPhone, go to your app store, search WTRU, the truth, and you can download our iPhone app or iPad app for absolutely free. You can listen to us on your mobile device just by going to truthnetwork.com. Click on Listen Live and send links to everybody. Let them know they can listen to the Truth Network 24-7. Let them know about this radio station you're listening to right now. Hey, thanks for all your prayers and thanks for all your support of the Truth Network. We're online at truthnetwork.com. This is Just a Thought with Ravi Zacharias.
2: Why do the atheists discount miracles? Because the natural law functions routinely. Why do you look for an oddity in the midst of natural law? So they did away with the miraculous because they were going with what was normative and what was routine. But then when it came to ethics, they switched the terms. If you started talking about an absolute, which was normative, they would interject an exception. When it came to natural law, they did not allow for the exceptions. But when it came to ethics, it was the exception that debunked the absolute. Because if you bring in the miraculous in natural law, you have to accommodate the presence of God. If you take the normative and the absolute in ethics, you had to invoke the very person of God. So it is more the atheist that is anti-reason and anti-rational. Helping the thinker believe and the believer think. For more information go to rzim.org.
1: COPD, Chronic Obstructive Pulmonary Disease, is a lung disease that robs people of their ability to breathe. As many as 24 million Americans suffer from COPD, also known as chronic bronchitis or emphysema, and half of them don't know they have the disease. If you or someone you love is over 35 and has smoked more than 100 cigarettes in their lifetime, Visit DriveForCOPD.org and take the screener, and then take that to your doctor. I'm Jeff Stoltz and I Drive For COPD.
6: You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Michael Faraday was a prominent English scientist of the 19th century, recognized for discoveries leading to the widespread use of electricity. When he was dying, he was asked by a journalist to speculate about life after death. Faraday replied, Speculations? I know nothing about speculations. I'm resting on certainties. I know that my Redeemer liveth, and because he lives, I shall live also. Men of science use the word certainty very carefully. So hearing a brilliant scientist like Faraday express certainty about his life after death deserves our attention. Do you have that same certainty? You can find it where Faraday found it, in God's Word. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's certain promises on Route 66.
5: Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com.
7: Start your journey home today. Are you tithing from your income? Are you faithfully giving to your church and then supporting other ministries of God's work? Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll with Insight for Living. If you're already giving 10% of your income, why not go on to 12? You suspected I might say something like that, didn't you? Or how about forgetting percentage altogether? Stretch yourself in your giving. Our giving used to be like his, generous, joyful, sometimes even overflowing we're not to look for what we're going to get back. But I do promise you a great return on anything given to God's work.
8: Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org.
1: I think that's what J.R. was calling me right at the end of that segment and it's okay because I am many 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 times probably in my life if I've been caught in that and it's in no doubt and it's a lie that binds but getting back to those things that we were discussing right at the end of that segment a lot of stuff was coming really fast and I don't want to talk over anybody's head because you got to slow down on those issues that J.R. was discussing is it better to lease or to buy over 84 months And there are so many variables in that that you really would have to do the math. But if you listen to the show regularly, what would Robbie say? Robbie would say, try to pay cash if at all possible. Put a huge amount of money down because the less finance charges that you would have, the better. Now, are there cases where an 84-month purchase would be better than a lease? You would have to do the math on it based on the interest rates. And a lot of things, are there cases where the lease is less finance charges than a purchase? Again, you got to do the math, but simply put, usually... Usually, if you can, in fact, pay cash, then there are less finance charges and less bondage that's available. And certainly the Bible's clear on that particular one. Go ahead.
3: One of my my very best friends in college, his father was a general manager for a dealership in Raleigh. And I remember the first car I got after college, I went by and saw them and I told them that I had just leased a new car. And they about fell down on the ground laughing at me. (laughs) And I will never forget that. But they were just absolutely sure I got suckered and I got suckered, yeah, and there were
1: a lot of classes I went through as a car dealer where they literally tried to train us to switch people to lease in order to bump the profit margin, and again that the, the, the issue is more am are, are you going to be a good steward of what God's given you? Are you going to live within your means, and are you going to have money in order to take care of your family and that's that's the heart of these issues that we're talking about at the the level of Lyometer and those kind of things, so to Jr.'s point, if 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 somebody had to pin me down, could I absolutely say Chrysler offered 1.9 percent for 84 months? That's what my memory is telling me. I could definitely be wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of things. Just ask my wife; she would tell you. It. There's very few things. You've got you've I, got children too, right? so that may be. But when when Jr. started the conversation, I'm pretty sure he said he didn't know much, or he wasn't in the car business, but it sounded pretty clearly that he was. So I'll admit my part if you'll admit your part. Jr. are you still with me? Oh, he left. That's okay. He can call back. But we do want to get to, because it is the first segment, and we would love to get to your question. What is it that you think car dealers say that you think is questionable? Or what is it that insurance agents or, or, or companies are advertising that you think are questionable? We'll put it through the truth or meter and we'll, we'll see what's going on there. So with that, I do want to go to Jeannie, in Richmond, who has something about the Jesus labor love. Gina, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning.
9: Good morning. Thank you. And um, regarding JR, I just have to say, JR, I felt he was very close minded. You know, God said, keep searching, asking, and speaking, and you will find. And, um, you know, JR, why did you call the show if you know all the answers? I heard you say you were going to do a segment for single mothers and widows and I'm a single parent and um, someone wrecked my 97 Camry and the insurance company, their insurance company gave me a check for 4200 I've been on Craigslist trying to find a car but I've noticed a lot of people are holding on to their used cars, and I don't mind having another used car but should I entertain buying a new car from a dealer where on the price can
1: I negotiate? Well, the good news is now with the internet, you know, you can certainly do a lot of research on the on the costs of 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 certain vehicles. But I would again, my first recommendation would be to see if you could find something that you could replace with, you know, with cash where you wouldn't have to finance anything. I'm not a big new car. And by the fact that I was a new car dealer for all those years, the bottom line is everybody's got a used car within a couple years, and that leaves a lot of money left in your budget to do a lot of other things with not to mention, there's insurance issues that Bill would talk about with buying a, a used car versus a new car that where the, the cost of that would be less. But to answer your question specifically, um, you can go to Kelly Blue Book. You, there's lots of sites where you can actually ask you know, what the markup is or what's a reasonably good deal on this particular model of whatever it is you're looking for. And they'll provide you with that information.
3: I wanted to ask you what you thought of the credit union buying services. What do you know about those? And, you know, is there something, something behind that, that people need to take? Cause I, I've talked to quite a few people that have tried using those.
1: Well, there's one right up here on university and right near the studio. That's a credit union buying service. And they, uh, they sold a vehicle to the Winston Salem Rescue, Rescue Mission. Called me and said, "Robbie, will you go check this car out for us?" And I checked it out. It was a great car. It was a great value based on what they were selling it versus the book value. I checked the car out. We took it to a mechanic who loved the car, and it turned out to be a really good deal for them. There are definitely reputable ones out there, um, and 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 there's ones that aren't. So you can't just put a blanket statement across that. You just have to, you know, ask people that know and go do your homework. And, and those kind of things can happen. But, Jeannie, I appreciate you calling in. Again, any car or, or, or something like that that you come across and you have a question, you can always go to ChristianCarGuy.com, and there you're going to find an Ask an Experts page. Please feel free to run the car by me. I have listeners do that every single week. Say, I'm looking at this car. What do you think? You know, and, and certainly get a car fix and have a mechanic check it out and those kind of things. So thanks for calling in.
9: Thank you. Bye-bye. I, bye-bye.
1: All right, we do want to get to Vic Hill because we do have the Jesus Labor of Love, which is free car repair for single moms and widows. But obviously, we want to help you buy a car, too. If, if uh, That's an f- absolutely free service of telling you what we think about a situation. That doesn't mean we're by any means the um, authorities on everything because we're not. But we certainly try to help where we have knowledge of a particular situation. Right, Vic?
0: That's right. Um, the lady that was just on there, Jeannie in Richmond, uh, the thing that I'm finding when somebody's buying a, a car off a Craigslist or off of an individual, take the time to take it to someone you trust. Pay an extra 50 or or $100 to have them go through and find if there's anything wrong Amen. with that vehicle if you're not a really dyed-in-the-wool car person. And I think that that'll be money well spent.
1: Absolutely, and I always say that if it's a Nissan, go ahead and take it to the Nissan store. If it's, a, if it's a Jeep, take it to the Jeep store because those people look at those cars every single day. They know what commonly goes wrong with that particular model, and it, yeah, it may cost you 60 or $70, but like you say, Vic, that's money really well spent. Well, we've, we need to talk about the Jesus Labor Love. We, got, we, we have this program, and you and I face every single week issues where people misunderstand it, so I think we got to spend a little time Today, Vic, talking about what the program is and what it's not.
0: Well, the program is is kind of a last resort, as the way I, I see it, and what I think is meant by a program is to help those that can't get help anywhere else. Uh, when they when they are <laughs> on their last legs, they need some help. They can't afford the labor to a vehicle, but they might be able to afford the parts to it. Then we're, we're a good source for that. And. The thing that I'm finding, sometimes people call in and, and fill out the, the forms and don't really understand what the program's all about because some friend told them about us. But if you, if you look, it's it's your responsibility to, be to buy the parts. Um, no, that's not 100%. Sometimes we can help. Vic, them. I know
1: you can't hear the music because we're up against another break, but we are going to go right through the program at the beginning of the next segment. But we also need your questions about what's the truth, what's lie. We got the truth meter. We want to use it. So you call us 866-348-7884. We'd love to hear from you. 866-34 Truth.
6: You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.
10: Ah, uh, yes, advertising on you. That's right. Mall work grows on you. And it's really growing this month with great savings on our multi-TV food processor, Entertaino Cycle System, for only ninety-nine, ninety-nine, ninety-nine. Plus, visit our Megastar section... And Much jar- is promised and sometimes something is delivered. Then... There's the promise of Jesus Christ. Truly I tell you, when I sit on my throne in heaven, you who have followed me will join me. And everyone who has abandoned the things of this world for my sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. Indeed, those who are first will be last, and those who are last here on earth shall be first in heaven. The people, places, and things of this world will almost always disappoint us in some way. But Jesus Christ will deliver on every one of His promises. Your part? Surrender to Him. Go to BillyGraham.org and click on Peace with God. That's BillyGraham.org.
8: This is John MacArthur. Join me for today's Portraits of Grace. Did you know that one of the most significant scientific breakthroughs of the past half century was the discovery of the DNA molecule? Perhaps its most well-known practical application is fingerprinting. That is the technique where genetic information from one DNA sample is compared with another to help identify a person. While that is certainly important, it can't compare to how God determines a person's spiritual identity. The Apostle Paul said, you are not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. That means if you're a genuine believer, the Holy Spirit indwells in you. He is your spiritual fingerprint. What a privilege. So thank God daily for the Holy Spirit as you remember that He's the one who enables you to stand as a portrait of God's grace.
6: Picture yourself standing on one side of a long wall that stretches to the horizon in both directions. Directly in front of you is a door. You know that on the other side is a person who has wronged you. You decide to forgive that person by opening the door and setting him free. Suddenly, you realize that what author Max Lucado has written is true. Forgiveness is unlocking the door to set someone free and then realizing that you were the prisoner. Don't imprison yourself through unforgiveness. When you unlock the door and forgive another person, you are the one who is ultimately set free. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's freedom
5: on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. Route 66, start your journey home today.
9: We're going to share what our parents do for work. My mom's a teacher. And your dad. (laughs) He's... A liar. (laughs) You mean he's a lawyer.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Fletcher Reed was climbing the ladder of success. You're the victim here.
5: Driven into the arms of another man. Seven. Yeah, whatever. One lie. Tell him it's in the mail. I ran out of gas. You're losing a little weight.
2: At a time.
9: I wish that for only one day, Dad couldn't
2: tell a lie. The whole truth. You know why I pulled you over? They change
4: lanes without signaling while running a red light. and speeding.
2: And nothing
9: but the truth.
1: We are talking about the lies that bind today on what are what are some of the lies that people advertise or that they say on the air or what is it that they might say when you're in the dealership You may have questions about that we would love to talk about that with you It's a live show we'd love for you to call us at 866-348-7884 34 Truth since this is the Truth Network we'll do our best to discern what it is we have the lieometer we'll put it through that and we we do want to talk about some stuff that's been brought up today, credit unions and, and financing and those kind of things. So we're going to be getting to that. But before we do that, we still have Vic with us. He's our lead volunteer for the Jesus Labor Love. And, and Vic, I think that to an extent when we say it's free car repair labor for single moms and widows and families in crisis across the country, there's a little bit of a misnomer because people hear that word free and they assume that it's parts and everything, but it's not. And quite often... We run into a situation where the the folks can't afford to buy the parts, and so we're kind of sitting there on hold while we're trying to figure out a way to help them through their crisis.
0: That's true, and um, sometimes the amount of labor that uh, our guys are donating, you know, on a monthly basis could be as little as three or four or five months, three or four or five hours per month. And then when someone comes in and says, I need an overhaul for my engine or I need a new engine or something like that, we're getting into seven, eight, or nine hours of labor. And that's going to require maybe some more money uh, from that person that's looking for the free labor. So, yes, it would be a lot less uh, than what you would get anywhere else, but there may be some extra costs uh, in order to get this done in the same month.
1: Right, and this just goes to show the the resources that we need, all that we can, the, the folks that could help pray for us, folks that might know a repair center in their area that could help. We run a, up against this kind of thing all the time. This week I was looking for somebody in St. John's, Michigan, and found a place called Hometown in Jamestown, Michigan, if you have to be out there. They helped me out with a Jesus Labor Love lady um, that needed uh, a CV joint up there. So every month we got people stepping up and, and helping um, families in Crisis, and we could use all the prayer that we can get. There's volunteer forms at the Jesus Labor Love all about the program. Again, Vic, God bless you. We thank you so much for all the hard work, and we're so glad you're on the mend. You can hear by his voice that he's feeling better, can't you?
0: Yeah, I'm feeling better. I'm back among the living.
1: And Keith, I, I talked to him yesterday briefly. He's back, and, and our other volunteer, he's back in the saddle, so we're, we're, we're getting back going again. Thank you. God bless you, Vic. I really, really appreciate it.
0: Thank you, bud.
1: Love you. Again, it's Jesus Labor and Love. You You can find out all about that at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as I put 20 common what I would call car dealer lies up there, things that you would hear from car dealers all the time that that you might consider that. Now, again, for me to say that it's a lie, it's not always a lie, but quite often the intention is to mislead you. And and there is the situation. Is this intention of what it is the person's advertising – are they intending to make you believe something that's not true. A prime example of this would be and we'll throw this through the um lieometer just so that you'll know that this is what a lie sounds like when you put, we put it through the lieometer so you can call us at 866-34truth, we are going to sell you this car under invoice. Now, I'm going to Play the put that through the truth of meters, and I know that JR's listening, he's probably losing it on me right now because that's not a lie, it's the truth. They really are selling it below invoice. (laughs) Well, yes, we definitely sold cars below invoice, but what was the intention was to mislead that the dealer is actually selling the car below cost, which is not even close to the case because here in I hope I take time with this to explain a situation that not many people understand. And poor JR is going to be really upset at me here in about a second. But here's this thing. It's called holdback. Now, when dealers buy a car, they pay a certain price for that. That is what is invoice. But the manufacturers hold back usually 3% of the cost of that car. And they give that back to the dealer quarterly or monthly or at some interval where they actually give the dealer back their own money. Now, the reason they did this originally, and it started years and years and years ago, was because the dealers were trying to figure out a way not to pay a salesman their whole commission. And so they got the manufacturers to hold this money back. Well, the manufacturers will, yeah, we'll hold your money for you, no problem. So (laughs) they they would hold this money. And so when the dealers are selling it at dead invoice, they are still making 3% if they did sell it at invoice because the manufacturer is going to give them a check back for 3% of the vehicle. So now they've made... You know, if it's a $20,000 car, they made $600 if they sold you the car at invoice. Now, that's just to start the subject. But then on top of that, there are factory-to-dealer incentives that they don't disclose. So there may be another $500 that the factory is going to give. Let's say you, you, and since JR worked for Dodge, they were Dodge Dakotas. And every Dodge Dakota you sold, the factory would give you another $500. So you sold the car for invoice, you got $600. Of holdback, and then you got five hundred dollars factory to dealer incentive, but you advertise that the people were buying it at invoice now it sounds like and you were you were leading people to believe that they're buying it for cost when in fact you were really making eleven hundred dollars now again those it's not always the case, and there are times when dealers sell cars and lose money i'm not saying that that isn't, but when you see normally them advertising that kind of thing below cost or we're going to sell it below invoice. Believe me when I tell you, they are probably making some type of money, you know, something along those lines. But we don't want to just pick on the car dealers because sometimes, again, this is what they've been taught. They've been trained ever since they were in the car business to do it this way. And they've heard it for so long that they, that it, it becomes the truth for them. And they actually could stand on a soap, soapbox and tell you why that's the truth. Well, the truth is, is what's your intention? What are you trying to tell people when you come out with that? And so along those lines, so that we're fair to the insurance companies, <laughs> we don't want to make this all about the car business, Bill, what would be a statement that you would say uh, that the insurance companies advertise that would be a, a questionable
3: statement? Everybody saves hundreds of
1: dollars when they switch to us. Everybody saves hundreds of dollars. Of dollars when they switch. Oh, what are we? <clears throat> I'm I'm thinking we may hear some pants of fire here. Oh, there they are, they're burning. <laughs> so, Bill, what's up with that?
3: Well, if you listen carefully, what they say is, out of those select few who actually switch to our company, they saved a couple hundred dollars. They don't say that, then we ran all the reports and we found out that they had an accident or a violation they didn't tell us about, and we raised their premium substantially two months after they switched, which catches a lot of people off guard.
1: So this is your opportunity. You've heard those questionable comments. You can call Bill right now with your questionable 866 348 866-348 truth now again there's another thing we hear quite often that actually is terrifying to me when i hear it from car dealers and we'll put this through the truth o and let's see what happens everybody rides <laughs> everybody rides let's listen to what the truth-o-meter has to say about everybody rides
3: Robbie, they had to get there somehow, and they had to go back home some way.
1: (laughs) Oh, somebody's pants are flaming right there, buddy, because, you know, everybody rides just simply can't be this. Sometimes they're not old enough. They may not be 18, but but more than that, they really have criteria. And what they'll tell you is if you can meet their criteria, you'll ride. You need $2,000 down. You need to have a job for at least six months. They're going to have some kind of criteria. And so the term everybody rides well, under certain circumstances, yes, but everybody that drives in there does not ride out in a car. And, and, and so this really, in my opinion, is one of the more dangerous ones in that they're trying to draw people in who already have made bad choices. Their, their credit's bad, they got a bad situation, and by advertising everybody rides, I'm asking for people to come to me that I already know are weak-willed in order to prey on them often is the case. Now, I know, again, there are dealers out there who really ask for these people to come in to try to help them, and I'm not saying they're not out there because I've met them. But for the most part, the reason that they're advertising that is they're asking people to come in because they literally have interest rates that are way above belief, 23%, 24%, on top of fees that you wouldn't believe, and the people are having to make weekly payments. And in some cases, they even are hoping they won't make the payments so they can repo the car and sell it time and time again. So there, there's all sorts of predatory practices that are behind these type of advertising statements. We have Margaret in Raleigh. She has a question for the truth meter Margaret, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
9: Well, it's not completely a question. It's more of a uh, testimony. Um, I'm a senior citizen, and I had never had to go out and um, search on my own for a vehicle until last month. Well, actually in May, my car died. And um, so when I went to one uh, used car lot, one of the salesmen offered me the same vehicle at one price, and then he had to leave, and so I went ran an errand and went back to look at it again. And when I went back, the other guy in the car dealership was, I mean, uh, the used car lot offered me the same vehicle at hundreds of dollars less. Um, so uh, then I didn't, uh, after I prayed about it, I didn't feel like that was the right vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
1: we're, we're, for the second salesman, we got to give him a little, that one guy came through for you. But I understand that once you, you think, wow, these prices change. It's hard to trust somebody.
9: Right. So then, um, actually, uh, a guy in my fitness school class, uh, Jerry Dorner, Dorner um, he worked at CarMax. He works at CarMax in Raleigh. So I called him and said, you know, this is Thursday afternoon, and I have to have a vehicle Monday morning. Uh, I have to have transportation. And um, so he called me back and uh, when he found out what I wanted and said, I think I found it, so I went out there, and they have the prices quoted there on the windows. There's no haggling. Right. Uh, there, everybody's same price, and um, they go over the vehicles uh, very thoroughly, and they fix whatever's wrong with it. If it's a lemon, they carry it across the street and sell it at, at an auction. They don't even keep it on the carmax lot. So that's. So anyway, a... anyone like me, you know, like a lady that's having to go out by themselves, and yeah. doesn't know a lot about vehicles. I thought that
1: CarMax was a good experience. Well, I am so glad, and I'm, you know, that's. There are so many people out there, car salesmen, who every day wake up trying to figure out how they can help somebody. And my hat's off to all them. Believe me. And, and some of them are just confused on on what it is that they think they might be doing. But thank you, Margaret. God bless you. I appreciate the uplifting testimony. That's great to hear.
9: Okay. God thank bless you. It. God bless you. Bye
1: bye. Bye bye. Well, Bill. I ask you to think about, there are there are plenty of things that are misstatements. What's one that's that's advertised that's the truth? One I like is, if you buy that cut rate
3: insurance, you might not have the protection you thought you have. If you
1: buy that cut rate insurance, you may not have the protection you thought you had. All right? The truth of meter coming through for you there. That's That sounds like the truth. I, I've
3: seen many a case where somebody's called up and that, 1-800 number just gave them as small amount of insurance as possible and didn't explain to them there's a big difference between 10000 and 300000 And people make a decision just based on that that's saving 10 or $20 a month.
1: And, and, there, and therein lies the issue. So if you've got one, we still have plenty of time. You call in 866-348-7884, Three, four, truth. Now, Bill and I were talking about the credit union, and I wanted to clarify something he, he mentioned over the break that he was talking about new car credit union buying services. And this gets into a, 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 one of those things that 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 if you're hearing this from a credit union, it's it's not the truth that they're getting cars directly from the manufacturer. So if you're hearing the credit union saying we're buying cars directly from the manufacturer, somebody's pants are on fire here. I'm just saying because. <laughs> the franchise laws are such that all cars have to come through a car dealer. So if a credit union buying service is offering cars for sale, they came from modern Toyota or they came from, you know, Bill Chevrolet or whatever the situation may be. Now they have an agreement with a local dealer to offer a better better price and, and quite often that's a good price. I'm not saying it's not. But what I am saying is There is nobody out there who gets a direct deal from the manufacturers because the dealers have a franchise agreement that says that the manufacturer cannot sell it to anybody other than to authorized dealers and all dealers pay the same price. So if you hear a dealer saying, well, I do way more volume, so I get discount pricing. Now, again, there may be some truth in that, because if you hit certain volume objectives, you may get some incentives. But as far as the initial price that all dealers pay, it has to be the same. And, and, and there's plenty of franchise laws that protect dealers that do that. So if you're buying one from a little town in Mayaden, North Carolina, versus you're, you're buying the one in Atlanta, those dealers should have paid the same thing. Now, they may be a different incentive if they've met a volume objective of some kind, and, and those kind of things have crept in. But for the most part, they buy at the same price. Okay, when we come back, we've got our whole appraisal. by the real black book. What's the lie that I bought about Jesus on the cross? We're going to talk about that when we come back, so stay tuned. We still got a lot more Christian Car Guy show coming at you.
5: Did you know the Truth Network has gone mobile? That's right. On your iPad or your iPhone, go to your app store, search WTRU, the truth, and you can download our iPhone app or iPad app for absolutely free. You can listen to us on your mobile device just by going to truthnetwork.com. Click on Listen Live and send links to everybody. Let them know they can listen to the Truth Network 24-7. Let them know about this radio station you're listening to right now. Hey, thanks for all your prayers and thanks for all your support of the Truth Network. We're online at truthnetwork.com.
7: Hey, wouldn't it be great if when the offering plates were passed in your church, everybody could hear laughter? Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll with Insight for Living. That's the kind of church you and I want to be in. You'd hear things like, I cannot believe we're doing this, honey. Put it in, baby. Put it in. There'd be a little giggle, maybe a snicker. Hey, why not? Deep within the heart of the joyful giver is this sense of not grudging, Not compulsion, but laughter. You know, the Greek word is hilarious. God loves a hilarious giver. I've said all through my ministry, and i repeat it again today. If your giving isn't done hilariously, don't even
8: bother. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. We used to think all lung cancer was the same.
1: But now we know there are several different molecular
2: types of lung cancer. By performing molecular testing on a lung cancer tumor, doctors can try to determine what's causing it to grow, which can help identify treatment options. Not all lung cancers
10: are the same. Talk to your doctor to see if molecular testing is appropriate for you. And visit LungCancerProfiles.com. That's LungCancerProfiles.com. A public service of six leading lung cancer advocacy groups and Pfizer-Oncology.
6: You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.
8: This is John MacArthur with more Portraits of Grace. Everybody needs encouragement in the midst of life's difficult ups and downs. Reassuring words are even more vital when we try to deal with trials in a godly manner. Trials can easily tempt us to be discouraged and doubt God's love. That likely was happening to believers in Peter's time. Emperor Nero coated many, including children, in pitch and used them as human torches. With such cruel persecution going on, Peter reassured believers of God's love, even as he told them the trials they were enduring were all within God's plan. I want to reassure you, just as Peter did the readers of his epistle, that troubles and trials come for a purpose. They're a part of life, and even though they might catch you off guard and be painful, God has a purpose, and His purpose fulfills His love. Be a portrait of grace by responding properly, even to the hardest things.
10: This is Just a Thought with Ravi Zacharias.
2: I have talked to the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem. He said, I just have to tell you what the Quran says and that's what I believe. Well, what happens in a world of pluralistic options? What happens to the world of reason? What happens to the world of legitimizing the process, not just the end conclusion you've come to? Can you do that in a court of law? I'm not going to defend what I'm saying. I'm just telling you I didn't do it. It doesn't work. We do believe that the Bible is the word of God, but we come through a process of legitimizing that claim. We tell you why we believe the Bible to be the word of God, and the Bible itself lays claim to methodology, and there is a methodology we must do to in a world full of challenges you have to come to something outside of the text that you're defending rather than saying this is the text i believe helping the thinker believe and the believer think for more information go
10: to rzim.org
9: It is time to
1: move to our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding, lies do bind. And this week I came across a lie that I had bought into about Jesus, and little did I know it was causing me to lose hope. What's worse was the lie I was believing about Jesus was on the cross, and when I came to understand the truth, not only did it restore my freedom to hope, but I was able to share that hope with a dear friend in need. Well, I often think that God has me on a lesson plan <laughs> because I was getting texts early in the morning from a family member that were really, really disturbing, and, and they were obviously struggling with substance abuse and sending me these texts, and I started to lose hope, really, that, that it, they could ever be saved, that they could ever get out of this situation. And that next morning I got up and started praying about how to respond to these, and in George McDonald's books, Unspoken Sermons, he was talking about the final temptation of Jesus, and he said, it's been taught and believed that Jesus defeated Satan in the Garden of Gethsemane. Well, I can assure you that George MacDonald did not believe that. In fact, he felt that it was at the moment God turned his back on Jesus on the cross that really was the final temptation, and he went on to talk about how Jesus cried from the cross. You're very familiar with it. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And when I heard this, when he said this in the book, it kind of just stopped me in my tracks because I understood here's the lie I was having trouble with. He said, it is with the holiest fear that we face the sufferings of our Lord. Let no one think that those were less because he was more. And I all of a sudden realized that I really did think that Jesus was almost not really feeling all the pain of the cross and that maybe he did defeat Satan in Gethsemane and he wasn't really being tempted there on the cross because he was almost superhuman. But the more I thought about that, the more I remembered that the more I fall in love with my wife, the more she can hurt me. The more I (laughs) feel things, the more I become more alive in Christ, the easier I cry, more tenderhearted I become, and things that used to not bother me so much bother me a great deal. And the, I came to realize, well, wait a minute, if this is happening to me, how alive would Jesus really be? That Jesus' sufferings on the cross had to be phenomenal because he's so much more alive than I am. And when I started to think about that, what, what did Jesus experience on the cross? Both physical, emotional, and spiritual pain that just had to be unbelievable. Now, here was the part where the hope came in. So when Jesus—can you imagine— Having God as your father, and when Jesus' his father turned his back on him there at the cross, for the first time in all of history, there was a person that God was not looking at, That was a temptation I've never had to face. That was a temptation where he truly was godless. There was no God for Jesus at that time, but what did he cry in that moment? He cried, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And when I thought about that, I thought this family member is never going to be as godless as Jesus was in that moment in time, because Jesus is always standing there looking at him. All these people have always got temptation less than what Jesus actually suffered on the cross. And for me, I mean, that's just, that's one of those amazing things that I, I just can't quite begin to fathom. Well, interestingly, almost as I'm finishing reading this, I get a call from a dear friend who also had a family member that was suffering with substance abuse problems and i immediately was able to go to his place of business and we sat there and talked about this and i could see the hope in his eyes as he understood that no matter how far you think that family members getting from christ they've never been god has never turned their back on them like he like he turned his back on jesus so i'm hoping you weren't suffering from the same lie that i was that jesus didn't really feel everything on the cross i hope you see that there was temptation there that was Phenomenal! I certainly want to thank all of you for listening to Christian Car Guy Show this morning. Like we talked about, all these different common sayings, I have them there at ChristianCarGuy.com, and certainly be more than willing at the Ask an Expert page to discuss that with anybody that would like to discuss any of those things that are said. The Jesus Labor Love Program: Free Car Repair Labor. For single moms and widows in crisis, and it's a limited resource, but it is available, and find out all about that at JesusLaborLove at ChristianCarGuy.com. Thank you, Bill, for being with us today. We appreciate the insurance information. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. You're
6: listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.